You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Matthew. I'm Ben. And together we are pappies and welcome to an exciting episode. Well, I tell you what, I'd say together we are pappies. It feels a bit bit premature, doesn't it? Because obviously Tom is usually here with us. He's not here for the intro, but don't worry. He is in the in the body of this very exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare House Meeting. Oh, well, thank God for that. Let's be honest. Thank God for that. He's our North Star, you know. If we don't have Parry, it's like the Ravens leaving the tower, isn't it? We need Parry as the as the as the anchor, as the ballast. Yeah, our talisman. He is our talent. That's exactly what he is. He's a he's a talented man and a talisman. Um, so uh, so yeah, it's it's an episode of House Meeting. But before we get into that, we've got some very exciting news about next year. That's right, twenty twenty four. 2023 was only five days i know 2023 feels like it's absolutely sped past but uh we hardly knew you 2023 but 2024 is nipping at its heels and we've got a couple of really fantastic flat share slam downs coming up in the first month of the year on the 29th of january and the 30th of january we are back at the phoenix our home away from home uh, in Cavendish Square in London, where we're going to be having two flat share slam downs, one after the other. Uh, the first one on the 29th of Jan. Ben Clark, tell us who's going to be there. Oh, guys, you're not going to believe this. It's an absolute beauty. We've got Joe Wilkinson and Suze Kempner. Joe Wilkinson and Suze Kempner. And when I texted Joe to say, do you want to come back on flat share slam down? He said, yes, because I've stopped drinking. <laughs> that was his that was his reasoning if anyone remembers the last time joe wilkinson was on he'd been in fact had he been christmas shopping had he been oh no or no, he'd been, he'd for his been we- suit shopping for a wedding yeah he'd been he'd been shopping for his wedding suit and he'd had a few t- now i i didn't when i went shopping for my wedding suit i didn't do it in the way that some people say shop for wedding dresses where they will have a glass of champagne while they're doing it. Mm. But that's the way that Joe went for it. He was there browsing around the autograph section of Marks and Sparks. Yeah, I think he had more than a glass as well. With a bottle of rosé in his back pocket. <laughs> um, anyway, listen, we're not going to... Let's not dredge that up. Let's just talk about the fact that on the 29th of Jan, Joe Wilkinson and the brilliant Suze Kempner uh, are going to be joining us for a flat share slam down. Very, very exciting. And then on the 30th, the very next day, that's the Monday, this is the Tuesday, on the 30th, who's going to be there? We've got Cariad Lloyd and Kima Bob. Yes, very exciting. <laughs> Carrie had done it a couple of times before. Uh, she certainly did the episode that we did for the Leicester Comedy Festival during lockdown with Angela Barnes that won Best Podcast. Best Podcast at the Leicester Comedy Festival. We didn't, and you know what? Great year because because it was in the middle of lockdown, we didn't even have to leave our houses to yeah. win Best Podcast at the Leicester Comedy Festival. We didn't even have to travel to Leicester. Lovely part of the world, but... It's no Beckenham. Um, and uh, didn't even have to leave the leave the, the sofa to go and win Best Podcast. So Carrie Lloyd, hopefully we're going to win Best Podcast at the Phoenix that day. It'd be weird if we didn't. Oh. 
<laughs> really hoping. <laughs> Stiff competition, of course, but we're hoping. There's a lot going on there upstairs. And then Kima Bob, absolutely brilliant. Again, somebody I've been trying to get on for ages and ages and ages. I'm really pleased that eventually... Uh, I've worn her down. That's that's all it is, really. You go to the old WhatsApp and you go, well, every message I've sent to this person is a green message. There are no grey messages. Uh, they've all been from me. It's been one-way traffic and they've all been about coming on Flatshare Slamdown. So uh, that's when you move to the Instagram DM. So there's not the paper trail. Oh, There's not wow. a slightly desperate paper trail. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, Kima's coming on. Carriad's coming on. Joe Wilkinson, Sue's Kempner the day before. Get your tickets from pappyscomedy.com forward slash live or there'll be a link in the show notes we'd love to see you there on the 29th and the 30th of january come on down because if you've never been to a flash down down before oh my god they're a fun night oh they're great they're absolutely, absolutely so much fun great and also guys if you're part of the patreon you get a discount oh yeah join the patreon for for discounted tickets so it'd be a great time to do it fresh year fresh patreon You'll get a discount code, you'll get discounted tickets. And I can tell you now, we're going to be doing shows in February and in March as well. We're front-loading our year, so we're going to, by the end of March, we'll have done six episodes, pretty much half a year's worth of, of Flatshare Slamdowns. And we've got some really good guests coming up. Really fantastic. I'm not going to spoil it yet. You'll have to wait and see. But we have got, I would consider to be some A-list names. Yeah, we really do. We're talking, we're, we're talking about some, some big big comedy stars, some big telly stars. Very excited to invite them along to do some flat share, slamming, flat share slam downing with us. Um, flat share slamming, why not? I like that. Yeah. Come and sla- You've got to slam it down, guys. You've got to come get, do some slamming. <laughs> come and do some slamming with us. That's, maybe that's the message I should be sending out. I get a few more responses back. <laughs> well, or, well, or the opposite. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share. But let's not waste any more time because I know you're chomping at the bit to hear what Tom has to say. So let's enjoy an episode of Pappy's Flat Share House Meeting. I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. 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 What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. 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 Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. 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 Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. 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 What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. Dave Grohl did a children's story and he came on and Gloria was like, "Oh look, he looks just like Matthew." Oh yes, please. He looks just like Tom's friend, Matthew. I love that. I mean... Thought you would. I'm really delighted by that, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't it? I'd be really, I'd be really happy uh, because it just... I get a lot of people, you know, on Twitter saying, is this you? And it's normally just... Like, sometimes it's just they've got glasses and brown hair. They don't have a beard, you know, like... They don't have long hair. I look a lot like John Darnell of the Mountain Goats. I accept that one. I get that one all the time. He hasn't had the call yet to do a children's he's bedtime not story. He's been asked to do a CBB's bedtime story, <laughs> <laughs> which is a shame because he's a fantastic author. I think you he's know, waiting by the phone. He's <laughs> waiting by that phone, but the call hasn't come through. All they need is one errant producer who's a big fan of Tallahassee, and it's happening. Oh, I, I love that. It's a tricky gig. The children's bedtime story Big because time. you've got to you've got to judge it right. You can't lean in 
like some some of the actors particularly yeah lean in too hard and it's like this ain't an audition mate it's a story are they kind of overdoing it with like the voices and stuff? Oh yeah, oh, is that the yeah. oh, oh, just a bit, just a bit, mate. <laughs> just a fucking. What do bit. you think? What do you think? Everything's a fucking showreel to I'll these actors. Tell you what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like you got to when you're telling the when you're telling the story. I think any story when you tell a children's story, like you can't if you completely inhabit the characters, it becomes jarring. You gotta you gotta hint at them. Yeah. And then obviously you get like the sports people who can't even do that. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to get there's, there's got some kind of middle ground, basically. Yeah. But I find I find there's a lot more honesty to when you've got, you know, uh, one of the lionesses doing it because uh, it's, it's not their forte, but they know how to hug the lions, you know, as they do on the pitch. As they do on the pitch. Exactly. They, you know, they, they get they get the job done. You've got to hold and give. But to have the rock Crucially, time. crucially. You, you can, can be go slow or fast, fast, but you must get to the lion. You must hug the lion. John Barnes was actually giving storytelling advice. But <laughs> <laughs> he did that rap. The other one I enjoy uh, is Tom Hardy. Because uh, Tom's, uh, Tom Hardy's a couple of them, actually. And he unfortunately can't turn off Sexy Menace. Sexy Menace is just always, in everything he does, there's Sexy Menace. <laughs> the best Star Wars prequel, let's be honest. The Sexy Menace. <laughs> but I love that when he, when he goes, hello, I'm Tom. You're like, all right, chill out, mate. My kid's here, all right? We don't want any trouble of any kind. I find the star always weird when 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 they get a big hitter. Yeah, you know they say like last night was Richie Grant, right? Oh, uh, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school by saying that. It was Richie <laughs> Grant last night. Yeah, yeah. And you get that star where they go, "Hello, I'm Richard," and it's like obviously that's for the kids. Yeah. But my reaction as an adult is, "Yeah, mate, I know." <laughs> it's like, it's like when, and it is, this is the problem of when you're famous because it's like yeah when you're famous you when you meet people you do have to introduce yourself like a normal person but also you know they know so it's like if you're tom hanks and you meet a normal person you've got to go hi i'm tom and it's like yeah i know chill out <laughs> Sorry, Tom, Tom we're very ungracious when you meet famous people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking hell. Jesus, who is Would you want a fucking medal? <laughs> it's the third time this week Tom Hanks has introduced himself to me. What do you want, a series of Golden Globes and Oscars? <laughs> like, if I was famous, is there a way of introducing yourself where you kind of go... You, you know, <laughs> oh, you this know. is great. This is, is great. There a better way? Is there a better no way, way of doing? Like, is there a way of doing that? That's like, you know, does the job that gets through that weird thing of going, "Hello, I'm Michael," and you go, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's well, like, well, yeah, but crucially, he says, uh, "My name is Michael Caine." He doesn't say, "Hello, I'm Michael," <laughs> which I think is even more ostentatious. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think you have to, you have to play it as if, because I bet you, I bet you there are people, mega celebs, who can be in a certain situation and not get recognised, right? 
because you know there's that there's that sort of nudge nudge do you know who you're just talking to you know who that was this must happen to celebrities. So you can't swan around, even if you are a sort of an international megastar like a Hanks, you can't go around just assuming, you know. Also, Hanks is quite a chameleon of a figure. You don't know if you get, you know, like when he was really skinny with a big beard for a castaway. He <laughs> must- <laughs> hang on, he's- hang on, hang on. I'm not sure you can balance. Are you his agent? Because when I, he's wearing, I, I, when he's wearing think, a red cap, do you remember he wore a red cap? I, I, I don't think you can pass off Hank as a chameleon. Dressed as a spaceman for a bit. He even had someone else play as him when he was a, a child. That's I mean, right, yeah. Little, when he was a little kid. He was... Think about Cruise, right? Yeah. Cruise has to do I'm Tom. Uh, I guess maybe, it's to do, maybe there's an eyebrow in it. Maybe that's what the is like. I'm Tom. No, and I, I mean, it. Tom. Please don't. Please don't back from. Hello, you know. Hello. 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 You know. <laughs> That's Liam Gallagher's album, like, isn't it? Hello, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that tough. It's tough, basically. And it and it, it uh, that's it, it, it's hard what to do at the start of it, basically. I feel for celebs. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's tricky it's a tricky one um, and it's why you know I've kind of deliberately swerved the fame yeah 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 and it was close you know there was a there was definitely a year where it was like okay and it was like do you know what hello you might know <laughs> and it was like do you know what no thanks no thanks I'll just I'm I'm gonna Stepping back into the shadows I'm gonna no worry no, not for me and my choice I'm sorry, and I know what you want, but I'm I'm not I might not be able to, I'm not going to give that. And it yeah, and it means yeah. that you you still are able to uh, introduce yourself to people and not feel like do you think it's bad for the person who who's being introduced uh who's being introduced to or the introducer? Tough both ways. I mean, if you're Robert De Niro, Bobby. I mean, Bobby, exactly what a what a ball like. Every time you have to tell someone I'm Bobby, when you know they know, you just think, oh, this facade again. Every single interaction with a new person, you have to go through the facade <laughs> of pretending that they might not Sometimes, know that you're yeah, Robert De Niro. No, I, I think there's going to be people. I think there's going to be people out there. I think, especially people of a younger generation, right? If he's meeting somebody who's 23, he might have to say. Hello, I'm Robert. I'm Robert De Niro. Hello, I'm Robert. Hello, I'm Robert De Niro. He might say, "Hello, I'm Robert." Right? It must. It must have to happen, right? Robert. And I'm Bobby. Yeah. And I'm Bobby. Yeah. And they'd be like, "All right, Bobby. Have you ever have you ever met anyone uh, famous and not recognised them? How would I know? Well, that's a very good point. <laughs> I've done it all the time. <laughs> well, I, it happened to me after one of our gigs at the Soho Theatre. Oh, yeah. A glorious episode. Glorious episode. I met Oscar Isaac. And I'm just talking about the show. Oh, the show is amazing. <laughs> it was a- <laughs> the show is amazing. I, I met Oscar Isaacs. He was there with a mutual friend of ours, but I didn't realise he was Oscar Isaacs. He said, oh, this is my friend Oscar. And I said, oh, oh, hello, uh, what, what are you doing in London? Because an American accent. He, sa- he said, uh, oh, I'm working on the new Star Wars movie. And uh, I'd just been working with a puppeteer who works for Spitting Image. I said, oh, I know someone who's working on the Star Wars movie. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that's great. And, uh, and then I said, come and meet some of the other guys. And uh, when I introduced him to Kieran from Beasts, Kieran like melted in front of him. And I just, I, I, and this is, this isn't me being like, oh, I just, I just didn't, I just didn't know who he was. I didn't, didn't recognize him. 
I then had the thing of going, oh, do I seem like I'm putting it on? You know, do I, do mm. I, is he thinking, are you kidding? Look at you. Of course, you know, characters from the Star Wars universe. <laughs> what, are you trying to just play it all cool? I, I feel like You're trying to tell me the lead singer of the Foo Fighters doesn't know Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> he named his fucking band up for some of them. Don't play that with me, Dave. <laughs> How do they make bread with no wheat in? How's meeting? It would be very funny for you to at least for one night go out and just introduce yourself with Dave Gross. Just really straight back. <laughs> go out where? A, f- a Foo Fighters gig. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dave Grohl. Hello, I'm Dave. Yeah. Do you think that... How, how long do you think I could get away with, right? Okay. Uh, I, I, the, I, I, the, before you say it, I'm going to go with zero seconds. <laughs> can we book a table at a restaurant for Dave Grohl, Jason Statham and Rupert Grint? And like ring up as someone's PA at the Ivy, and just turn up. You know, <laughs> I'm. You know, you know. <laughs> like, well, what I want that for is the interaction at the reservation table, where you arrive and go. Um, hey, I've got a table for. And watch the first I really don't look across the line of the three people be like Who the fuck are these guys? What 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 happens now? What is it could it be? No, but listen, even if you are a megastar, nobody's going to a restaurant saying I've got a table for you, no. Uh, If we if we put three sunglasses on though. Three if, sun- we, if we, if we, if we put, three, put three sunglasses on each. <laughs> that might do, actually. We cover all of our faces in sunglasses. Sunglasses and baseball caps should, on. I think what we should do is we should get a pair of sunglasses with six lenses and pop that on, like, put our faces close together and walk in with our arms around each other. Like the monkeys. Like the monkeys, exactly, yeah. Walking with our legs our legs intertwined <laughs> like the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what might get here's here, okay, this might help us. What if instead Tom, we get like Tom, a, I've got a, a better plan for what might help us. We don't do any of this. No, 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 no. This, I'd love this to one's go really locked in now. We've love, got to do I it. I would love to go for dinner with the two of you. That would be a total delight for me. No, no, um, no I don't know. I don't think we need that, to go through the rigmarole. <laughs> no, I want I want to go I want to go to do with Dave Groll and Rupert Grint. <laughs> Here's what we do. We pick a pal who's got one foot in in celeb land and we use them as a conduit. So what we do is we get say Joel Domit, right? Yeah. We say, look, Joel, we'll buy you we'll buy you some lunch at the IV. But what you want what we need you to do first is ring up and say, I'm gonna be bringing three friends from um and from the acting world. I uh, and and Dave Grohl. Um had, can I have a oh, table wait, for four? Wait, wait, why, also, why are you not? Why are you saying one of them is Dave Grohl but not giving the names of the other two? Uh, okay, well, no, no, but okay. So Dominic rings up the Ivy and goes, "I, hey guys, I, this is a weird request. Well, I've got a lunch planned with Jason Statham, Dave Grohl, and Rupert Grint. 
Uh, perchance, is there a table available? And that's going to get a lot of buzz going around can the staff. Can I say as well, <laughs> Dominic, the perchance. Tom, Tom, Tom. If <laughs> <laughs> you believe what Joel no, just said, I've been, been, been habited, Joel. You've nailed his voice. You've nailed yeah, his exactly, voice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm a classic storyteller, you know. I don't, I don't lean fully on the accent, but I just give it, yeah, an, true, give it yeah. the essence. The essence. You gave us just the right amount then. Uh, no. You don't go full Gruffalo, you give the essence of the Gruffalo. If, if, you, if you call up, though, Tom, and you say, Can I book a table for six? They don't go. Yeah, who are these six people? They just go. Yeah, fine. They don't. You don't have to give them. You have to give. A, you have to give a fucking contents page of who's. No, at the RUV, I feel like you might. You know, they want to know. You're not bringing any riffraff in, are you, Joel? Not again. Joel's going to need to lay it on so the staff are like, "Hello," and there's a chat that's going to go around the staff that morning. They're going to go. You're not going to guess who's coming in. Grinth, Grohl, State. At the Gruffalo. <laughs> I don't think you'd be in that order. <laughs> I think Grint's coming like, if you find out that they're coming in, you're going to go, Domit's bringing in Dave Grohl. He's also, and Statham's going to be there. And then you'll go, oh, yeah, and, and Rupert Grint. No, you've got to start with Grint because then otherwise it's really unfair on Grint, right? If someone said, oh, by the way, Rupert Grint's coming in, you'd be like, oh, amazing, brilliant. He's in the Harry Potter movies. And then you can go, but on top of that, you've also got, uh, you know, the dude from Crank and the, the dude who cranks out the hits. You know, this is, I don't think you can, you, you, you can't do it in reverse order. Surely you can't. No, but I think I'd put the phone down and go, oh my God, Domit's coming with Grohl. Yeah. You'd yes. be like, you know, that's your kind of, and anyway, that's how, <laughs> yeah, that's how the word's that. spreading around the Ivy staff. And, and look, the Ivy have seen a lot of, they've seen a lot. But I think oh, that combination, Domit's our kind of legitimacy. And then Domit arrives, everyone knows Domit. So Domit arrives, great, my friends will be here shortly. <laughs> and that's when we arrive, triple sunglasses, not each trip, just sunglasses. Each. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it gives us like, and what you get then is you get this delicious sense of, is it? Are they? Is that them? And then once we sit down and start cracking into dinner, they're like, I think Joel thinks that they are. <laughs> Joel, proud as punch. Joel, oh, no. Joel's fallen for yet another uh, Anton Deck Saturday Night Takeaway prank where he Tom thinks he's having. He thinks he's he thinks he's having dinner with three disparate celebrities, but actually he's having dinner with three people who are neither the same age nor look anything like those celebrities. <laughs> and we're all wearing an earpiece, and occasionally we'll be like, and then spill some salt or something. <laughs> and, and then we get two people who look like Anton Deck, but who aren't Anton Deck, to come out and be like, "You're on Saturday Night Takeaway," and then by that point. Everyone on the staff is going to be like, left. everyone on the staff is going to be like, I don't know what's real anymore because <laughs> that's under death. And you know, when people realise that they're colourblind or something like that, I don't know. It'll be like that. <laughs> It'll be like people will think, oh, I've got vision blindness. Blind. Yeah. What about that? Here's the here's the problem. What about that? Just by sheer quirk of fate. That same night, Grint, Statham, and Kroll have booked themselves in a table, right? And then you've got it's a Grint Stagdick. Yeah, you've got a situation where there's two tables on either side of the Tor restaurant, and and they're like, okay, with yeah. identical people, with, with people who look at the absolute spit of each other. <laughs> Great. And what you want is that moment when we go, oh, we're just popping to the toilet, and those three are popping out of the toilet, and we kind of go, oh, after you. 
<laughs> like After guys are, are, me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we all lost each other off in the toilet. <laughs> the Travolta dream. <laughs> and then a vicar walks in and goes, well, checks what he's drinking. <laughs> in his hip flask. Perfect. It's the perfect evening. I don't know who's playing the vicar. Rowan Atkinson, probably. <laughs> anyway. I just seem like it's, I know I know there's a lot of effort to go to. Yeah, I just but it just it just yeah, feels like we might. It's a lot uh, of effort, but it's it's worth it to have three separate people go. I think that's that's isn't that always the way. That's the reaction you're hoping to get from any of these elaborate that's quite, pranks. That's kind of how our career started. Actually, was a hell of a lot of effort just to try and get at least two people to go. What? <laughs> Have we never managed it? <laughs> How's meeting? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We've all read bedtime stories. What I've discovered recently is my wife is much better. Much, and I've got like, look, I don't mean to brag. I've got a voiceover agent. Yeah, you've got chops, man. But my wife has got far better range than I have. And she can actually do accents. Ah, uh, yeah. That's and no. I'm, I'm, I'm being performed off the page, basically. And oh, you know, no. our daughter will occasionally say, "Can mummy read this bit?" And then mummy will crack into like Northern Irish, and then be like, "Yeah, the, the Kingfisher's Northern Irish normally." And I'll be like, "Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> I can't." Do I, I feel like this is the real root of the problem now, because before you were like, "Oh, the actors, they go too hard on it." But what you're actually saying, this has just come from your insecurity. Yeah, yeah. Rain it. Well, no, it, it, came, it, come, it comes from Richard E. Grant getting too scary as a troll last night. You got to, oh. like, he, he started to inhabit the troll and it, it, it crossed the line. And that's not what you need before bedtime. I can imagine that stressing you out, mate. You can say what you like about Richard E. Grant. It scared the shit out of me is what he did. Yeah, exactly. Your daughter, fine. Absolutely fine. You were killed up in the fetal position weeping. Yeah. With nail cracked under a bridge. It's not what I need. I mean, so, you know, it's just that thing of like, to, you need one foot. You're never not the narrator, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you got you to you you keep one foot out of the book and one foot. You got to be astride the book. <laughs> that's, that's not, yes. that's not uh, the way to read it. By yeah, the way, could, could Mummy read it tonight? Because uh, <laughs> Daddy squats down. Let me just adopt the position. <laughs> it's very impressive you can turn a page with your toes, Tom. But <laughs> well, let me just adopt the position. 
can't cover with my wings. <laughs> Was that the kingfisher? Jason Statham. <laughs> the, the old Irish kingfisher. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know. Do you, like, do you boys, what's your, do you have, I tend to, I mean, well, you know my technique. I tend to, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I tend to alter pitch, pace, volume, style, yeah, volume, but rarely uh, intonation. <laughs> like, do you guys, do you guys, go, do you, you know, do you take your characters around the British Isles kind of thing? I, I'm normally uh, so fearful that I'm just going to mess up the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the cold reading that gets to you, isn't it? Absolutely. Cold sweat. And, you know, I have, I have you know, not having children of my own, I don't have, you know, don't have the practice time with the books. I'm not off book, basically. Yeah, absolutely. You're not reading uh, Zog and the Flying Doctors to yourself at night to prep for the next babysitting no. job. And, and let me tell you, some of these books, they're tricky. Scott's not that technical. Got to ease himself in. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So, so a lot of my nieces and nephews are, out, are outside of my reading comprehension. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll come up and be like, listen, as a little bit of fun, you read this one to me, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Do the voices. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess there there is pressure in reading a book when, when, you're, when it's your kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. And you, like, you don't want to be like. It would crush me if they were like, oh, or like, daddy does this better. Because like, you're the performer in the family. That's it. Here comes Uncle Ben. The and razzle they're dazzle. They're excited about Uncle Ben reading them a story. If I let that, if, if I, you know, if they're like, mm. if next time I'm round, they're like, do you want Uncle Ben to read you a story? And they're like, nah, you're all right. <laughs> He's lost it. I liked his. I liked his early stuff. Do you still get to pitch yourself as like the young, cool uncle? Is that very, is that your role? <laughs> I, I talk a big game about how I'm everyone's favourite uncle. You know, it's, that's like my line. I'm like the fun uncle and all the rest of it, but I don't include young in that. Right? Do you tell that to the kids or? Yeah, to, uh, yeah, to the kids, to the other uncles that are there. You know, just stamping out my territory. Yeah, there's a bit of kind of uh, posturing to your uncling. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a bit of a joke. It's a bit of fun, but you know, underneath it is obviously my truth. I think I think there's something that the thing about being a fun uncle. I see. I'm quite happy not being a fun uncle because it means you get to sit and read the paper. Yeah, totally. You do, it's it's always the thing where you launch in, you want the attention of the children, and you're like, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah, play with me, like, give me all the attention, and then you're suddenly like, oh, now I'm locked in, yeah, and I'm I'm getting tired. I've given my fiftieth donkey ride. You'll never match the energy of like four, six, and seven year olds. It's just impossible. Yeah. You can't. You, you they they've just got endless, boundless reserves of energy, and and also what they're doing quite a lot of the time, like you say, is sitting stock still on your back while you do all of the work or you know or you know oh fly me around the room and you go yeah i'll do that and you, you realize you're picking them up and they're you know yeah or you whip little, them into a frenzy that now they're doing stuff that's like they're getting told off for and you, you feel like oh yeah that you're also getting told off by proxy yeah absolutely is proxy the name of your brother <laughs> interesting name 
Yeah, but normally he just introduces himself with, you know. <laughs> or please don't make me say it. Let someone else let someone else introduce me for me, actually. <laughs> You're an Abton uncle, though. Let's let's deal with this because this is an intervention. You're an absent uncle. Wow. This is getting really this is getting really harsh. Yeah, but no, that that's a, that's the truth. And so that means you're you need to bring energy levels. If you're a local yeah, uncle, true. local uncles can go for the paper, the yeah, crossbow approach. Yeah. Because you're there, you know, once every fortnight or something. Yeah. Or whatever it is, you know, oh yeah, we're round your house on a Sunday. Once again, I'm reading the paper. That's okay. But when yeah. you're an absent uncle, you've got to arrive like the circus. You've got to arrive as a main event. You've got to arrive like Dave Grohl, Jason Statham, <laughs> and Rupert Grint combined strolling into a restaurant. You've got to that's you're you're a kid celeb. Yeah. Six years of their life. A, a, a long an absent uncle is a celebrity. And your arrivals need to bring a bit of razzle dazzle. Yeah. So you, you yeah. know, I think, I think you got to prepare yourself for that forty-eight hours of energy. Forty-eight hours. You're a high-impact player. Oof. I need to work out for this. I need to be match fit. I'm guessing like the, you're back for the weekend. I'm not yeah. saying it's, you know you'll you'll be allowed <laughs> to sleep. It's not a sponsored Thank event. You. <laughs> I'm doing a forty-eight hour uncling. <laughs> 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 but you know it, it does feel like you, you, you've got to arrive with tricks up your sleeve you've got to have a new game in the middle of it and perhaps leave with a, a, a magic trick or something I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot of goofing around I will say as somebody yeah. who has uh, there was there was a day when I was I think I was was I looking after was I looking after both kids and, and Clarky came and gave me a, gave me a hand uh, but we went to the soft play and I would say Clarkey throws himself into his role as a uh, as a, as a child carer. He really goes for it. Well, so, he throws himself into the ball pool. It, well, yeah, well, <laughs> I did actually. Yeah. yeah, he was he was really going for it. I think you know he hit that soft play like somebody who isn't at soft play twice a week. You know, he hit it with he hit it with first time energy. It was, it was a hard play when I got it there. It was a hard fucking play. <laughs> Fair play, that is. What happened? <laughs> in fact, you you must have, I must have had uh, had Sylvia with me down in the little little kids one, the zero to the zero to three one. And you went off to the big big soft play, running all around, and uh, yeah, yeah, we, it's pretty scary. We saw uh, we saw uh, Cleo uh, pop down, like she sort of done a little bit, a few little loops of it. She popped down and she ran towards me, and then I saw Clarky basically like. It looked like someone had poured like a bucket of tar through one of the holes at soft play. He just sort of, sl- he just slopped through. He was like, he was like dr- drowned in sweat. Full on sweat. Yeah, dr- absolutely, absolutely sodden. My, my, my fit bit, like, <laughs> you need to bring your heart rate down. <laughs> Get out of the soft play. <laughs> You've gone too hard. I don't know what you're doing. Playing like rugby or something. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd you'd really really gone for it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it didn't really let up. <laughs> that was after five minutes. It was like, yeah. come on, here we go again. This is it. You got to pace yourself. You got to pace yourself, fine uncle. You're doing forty eight hours yeah. of this. Yeah, exactly. You've got to you've got to build in. You've got to build in like respite. 
that's yeah. still fun. Sleeping Basically. lions or something like that. The classic game of pretending you're asleep and then like rah, that that almost gives you a bit of time. Yeah, but you can't pretend you're asleep for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> And then wake up. Oh. <laughs> ah, where are the kids? That was a shit, oh, was a shit game. Ah, why is the door open? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> where are my car keys? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm the fun uncle anymore. I'm the bad uncle. I'm the prison uncle. <laughs> I'm the other. I'm, I'm the other absent uncle. <laughs> Have you seen um, Prison Uncle with Tom Hanks in it? You wouldn't no, recognise him. Uh, honestly, he is, he, he is transformed. That hat he doesn't wear. Unbelievable. <laughs> no one doesn't wear a hat like Hanks. Well, the thing about Tom Hanks, right? Just to, to, to reinforce my point is, every uh, movie he's in, he dresses like the character he's playing. <laughs> It's incredible. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? How does he do yeah. it? Yeah. I, and what I always that. think that's a bit try hard personally. I'm like, don't don't fully don't fully embody the character. If you, you know were I mean? like, if you were back. if you were in a Tom Hanks movie, if you were Tom Hanks in a Tom Hanks movie, you just wear a t shirt that said, My name is dot dot dot, you know. You, yeah, know. Yeah, you know. You know, you know. Saving Private Ryan's but jeans and t shirt. If Hanks is uh, reading you a bedtime story, it takes bloody ages the amount of changes. <laughs> He's running off yeah, yeah. full makeup, full gruffalo. The gruffalo yeah. makeup alone takes him four hours. He did. He did like a, a, a like a two week course as well. <laughs> two two gruffalo went out into the woods. He lived the there. Yeah, yeah. Submerged. He lived there, being scared of mice. Oh my god! I tell you who I don't want to read me a bedtime story. Andy Circus is top of my list. Oh fuck that! Yeah, no. Fuck no. that. Andy, Andy Circus is, he's going to bells and whistles it, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's going to wear his ping pong ball suit. Do you know who I don't want to see in a film? Andy Circus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to know he's in it without seeing him in it. Yeah, yeah. Me? Uh, if I, I find out the credits he, roll, you go, well, of course. If I find out he played, like, the ship, I'll be like, fucking <laughs> well done. <laughs> you know, I feel like you've nailed that. Full that was great. Didn't even realise... I didn't even realise that someone had to play it, and you so you smashed that, and everyone can say loved working with Circus. Yeah, what he brought, what he brought to yeah, the ship, the ship. He, he smashed it. Um, <laughs> do you think if you went on Andy Circus's IMDb page, it would be like, oh yeah, he played a fork? Like, do you, you think find that's out. Saying, do you yeah. think you find out that he's he's yeah. there standing with his hands above his head in a ping pong ball suit? <laughs> it's rarely you watch a film that Circus isn't in, actually. But mm. you just don't realise. Do you know the lamp in Pixar? The opening credits. The stomping yeah. lamp? Yeah. Yeah. The murdering lamp. But him reading a bedtime story, you just he's I like I imagine he's I imagine he's an uncle. If someone told me Circus was an uncle, I'd be like, I can buy it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't see him as a dad, but I definitely see him as an uncle. And he's coming. He's coming out of the soft play area, drenched in sweat. He's finishing a bedtime story, drenched in as much sweat <laughs> as Clarky yeah. coming out of a soft play on a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like he lent into it too much. Imagine, imagine Circus getting his teeth into the Gruffalo 
and like hopping between the mouths. He couldn't, he wouldn't be able to resist. Yeah. Would they? Slithering around the floor like a snake. You yeah. Know, all of that he'd be kind up on the top bunk. He'd be under the bed. He'd be hanging off the curtain, popping out from behind the curtains. Oh, and yeah. like you're downstairs waiting to order the curry and you'd be like, is Uncle Andy still? You just hear like, yeah. the, the thumping yeah. sound of him trudging around the room. Yeah. And you, and you think you've, you've, you've fundamentally misunderstood the purpose of a bedtime story. It's not to yeah. thrill, dazzle and entertain. It's to get them, it's to get them to... Yeah, st- you've taken the edge off. We, like, if Cleo really likes a story and she says, I want to read that one again, I am doing it. You know, if I've, if I've done it at a six or a seven... I'm doing it at a two this time. Great. Almost yeah. almost almost a monotone, you know. Totally. I'm I'm removing all the performance out of it. Well, we we saw you in battles. We you saw, saw you in me exactly. I'm giving it I'm giving it BBC We know three. you can go there. Yeah. We yeah. know you can go there. This is what I'm going for You're very right. very very much. Bring it down, monotone it Between out. Between 15 and 2. What I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't realise when I was doing that what doing that show was that I was training for the greatest role I'd ever play. Man trying to get children to sleep. <laughs> Dave Grohl. <laughs> the greatest Grohl he ever played. You you've nailed it there. That's that's the crux of it. Like Cumberbatch gets it. With Cumberbatch, you're getting austerity. He's 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 eating it out again. Wait, is he part of the current cabinet? <laughs> there is like, he gets it. He, gets he it. holds it back, he yeah. holds it back, and occasionally you'll see a little bit of sprinkle. You're not, you know, Richley Grant's going fucking hammer and tong yeah. and bells and whistles, and you go, mate, 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 it's quarter to magic money tree. It's quarter to eight. Turn the tap off. <laughs> you're like these people using food banks don't know how to budget that's the problem said yeah. <laughs> the gruffalo just at ease with it you know turn the spotlight oh down man Cumberbatch gets it yeah Uncle yeah. Ben Uncle Ben would go up and you'd hear you know you'd not a peek you'd hear whispers and, and kind of silent <laughs> bit of all yeah. and then they'd be into they'd be fast asleep Sky know how to read this in fact, if Uncle Ben's going up to read the story, I'm ordering the curry before he's even gone up there. I'd be like, right, I'll order it in now. Uh, you know, circus up there, you go, I'm going to hold off until you get back down yeah. here in about fucking an hour's time, yeah. mate. I'm going to go for that one curry on Deliveroo that says it's going to take 90 minutes to arrive. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to order that one because I don't care because he's, he's doing a feature film up there. Because <laughs> he needs it. Man, he needs that validation, but Cumberbatch doesn't, man. Cumberbatch just gets it. <laughs> Give you just a little, just a just a, just a little bit. Just leave you wanting more. That's it. So I think that, that's what I've come to the conclusion of now is I think Cumberbatch is probably he's he's the best uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Britain's uncle. But Tom, there is a reason behind Circus giving so much when he does his bedtime story is because you know that little teddy bear sat next to everyone reading the bedtime story in every other episode yeah you're not gonna yeah it's him no a master of understatement it barely moves it barely yeah. moves you know yeah and this will shock you as well you know the one time there was a guy who looked and sounded like Tom Hanks reading the bedtime story you're kidding me 
You're it was Tom Hanks. That's unbelievable. Oh, I, I know. Is, I know. Yeah, that's great. But he wasn't wearing the costume jumper, of a different person. Oh well, exactly. That I mean, that jumper, that jumper will have thrown you. But that's what Hanks can do. The greatest trick the devil ever played. Unbelievable! <laughs> wow, was <laughs> played the devil. House <laughs> <laughs> meeting. The socks only useful for putting your feet in. House meeting. What a lovely episode. What a gorgeous ep, Clarky. It was an absolute dream. Were we ever so young? <laughs> I mean, what a what a great time. And uh, a, a, also a wonderful, you know, the, talking of bedtime stories, a wonderful thing to fall asleep to our podcast, I would say. Mm. I would say. I think our podcast is one of those podcasts, we've all got them, that's got a real, real calming influence <laughs> on the mind and the digestive system. That's exactly what you want. I, you know, they... I, I listen to I listen to our podcast to slow my body right down. Mm, That's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, it's like a warm bath. <laughs> it's like a, a cerebral bath. bath. <laughs> it's like a it's like a bath for the mind. Consider your brain fully scrubbed at the end of that. It really, is like a bath for the mind. Um, so anyway, folks, uh, don't forget 29th of January, 30th of January. Uh, Joe Wilkinson and Suze Kempner on the 29th. Carrie Ed Lloyd and Kima Bob on the 30th. Get your tickets from pappiescomedy.com forward slash live. Go to patreon.com forward slash pappiesflatshare and join the Patreon today. Also, stay tuned because next week's episode on the main feed will be the Christmas episode of Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown. Ho, ho, ho. So have a listen to that and think, yeah, I want to see a show like this live. Because it really is, it's it's a real treat. There's not there's nothing like it. The I, I you know the recordings are fantastic, but ask anyone who's been to a live recording, they are a really it's you know something very exciting happens in that room. Uh, but obviously we cut that bit out when we put the uh, <laughs> we put the podcast it's never out. Appropriate. Because, no, 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 for reasons of legality. So much um, slamming though, guys. So much slam. Come come down. We want you to listen. This is an in- invitation, an open invitation from myself, from Clarky, and I'm sure from Parry as well to come and slam with us, guys. Come on down, slam with us in the Phoenix on the 29th and 30th of Jan. Um, Clarky, anything else you'd like to say to the listeners while we have them? Uh, just I like them very much, and if they would join the Patreon, that would make me um, like them even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like? Come on. You can no. go stronger than like. We love you very much. We love you madly. Every single one of you listening today, we love you madly. Thank you so much for your continued support in 2023. Roll on 2024. I can't wait oh, for it. Boy. Um, have a wonderful time. This episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham, Corsham team. team. Cheers, Cheers, everyone. everyone. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.